Welcome to the new IT. Here we are again in the new IT studios. Brad, what's going on today? What are we doing? Who are we talking to? What craziness is happening today in the in our space? Well, there's always craziness going on, <laughs> but yeah. Today, I think it's actually going to be a good show. So we've got uh, we've got Nick from Job Nimbus uh, here to here to kind of give us a little bit of info about all the amazing things they're doing and all the cool things that they're doing and and we get to learn what it is they look for when when they hire i love it let's hey let's just get to know you nick for a second let's just uh tell us a little bit about you how'd you get in with with uh, job nimbus and all that good stuff yeah i got into job nimbus in a kind of a passive way actually um my boss is the vp of px Uh, his name's jared olson if you know him you know he's amazing uh, but I had previously bounced some ideas off of him on LinkedIn and seen some of his posts and chimed in and you know selfishly kind of wanted him as a mentor um, and he reached out to me one day and he's like hey I think we're gonna have a need you know for somebody with your skill set a tech recruiter that's also done some corporate recruiting uh, but it probably won't be for a couple months and I was like that's awesome I, you know I'm glad you thought of me and he's like cool how about coming in in about a month at 2 p.m it was like this was july and we said to come in like august 17th or something i was like okay sure you know like i wasn't really looking for a job so it didn't matter that it was a month away um so i came into job nimbus he gave me a tour of the office space that we have there and introduced me to a few people and just kind of explained you know the values and the mission and what the product was what it was all about and we talked for a few minutes about you know what I'd like to do with my career and pretty standard stuff I think you would you would hear talked about in a kind of a light casual interview scenario and went on my merry way thanked him for his time and we stayed in touch and about six months later he called me and he was like hey I've got that opening now so <laughs> I want you to come in and interview with our VP of engineering so I went in and, you know, you never quite know what to expect when you're going to interview with a VP of engineering and you're calling yourself a technical recruiter. Um, I was like, okay, well, am I going to get grilled real hard? Like, do you expect right. me to know JavaScript? Because I don't. I can spell it. Um, but I had a great conversation with him. His name's Jeff Banshar. Um, he's an amazing guy, super intelligent. Just you won't find a better human. Um, so I had a great conversation with him and, then Jared called me a few hours later and was like, okay, cool. So this could be your start date. This is the offer. What do you think? And I was like, well, okay, let's do it. Let's jump wow. in. <laughs> um, so that was how I ended up at Job Nimbus. <laughs> so what you're saying is most offers, like when you get an offer from Job Nimbus, is going to be kind of like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I actually have this on one of our talking points, but um, that proactive recruiting approach is – something that, that we're hitting pretty hard and we can definitely talk about that you know a little bit more once we get there um but it's not an atypical experience for our candidates i mean sure there's plenty that i source the old-fashioned way so to speak you know on linkedin or referrals indeed whatever you know the job may call for um but a lot of what we're doing is proactive recruiting so I love it. It, it. Yeah, it yeah. sounds kind of like you know you're getting to know the folks, actually diving in and kind of. I, I think we've missed yep. that in over the years that uh, actually yep. get to know somebody before you hire them. I I think take them to lunch, do stuff, you know, actually 
have everybody you want to make and that's an important gig i mean there's nothing more important than than the hiring uh, of somebody And, and if you take your time and really connect and make sure they're a part of the culture that they fit and that they're they're gonna you know be a big asset i mean it's weird it's to huge. me that so many companies don't take the time to figure that out because it's so well, you're intricate. 100 i'm sorry i didn't mean no to go ahead um uh, no it's just i don't want to put the cart before the horse because i know we're going to talk about this stuff later on but you're sparking a lot of really cool things in my mind hey you know, we're not it's... following no rules you can go wherever you want man <laughs> rules who needs rules <laughs> yeah, we don't we're in the gray area then let's do it <laughs> Um, so yeah, you're right though. We're coming out of this environment where everybody was isolated, you know, and whether that was with your family or by yourself, or in my case with your dog, you know, it, everybody was separated from that human connection in a very large degree. Right. And one of the things, I mean, just an example, it happened today, just four or five hours ago. If we know that we have a person even if i don't have a job for them but we know they're a cool person they've got a skill set we might be able to use or they could be a good fit there they can come to our weekly all hands meeting it's only 30 minutes long ceo gives a very transparent and amazing presentation about the state of the company and afterwards they have lunch with us it's on the company obviously and then we'll introduce them to you know not only people they would potentially work with but just anybody that might happen to be there Wait so a minute. today, you know, Wait, yeah, they can wait see it, minute. they can taste it, they can be a part of the culture. We played Secret Hitler for 30 minutes. Are you saying? And then we went and talked to the VP of engineering. I love it. You're saying that anybody that's interested in getting a job can go do that? 100%. Wow. And that's if I pretty... can't get them a job, it's in my job description to find them a job. Wow. I love it. So I know see, we've kind of. Even if it's not yeah. a job, Nimbus. I mean, I know some listeners may know, but we've already had Job Nimbus on. But uh, just as a refresher, why yeah. don't you tell us a little bit about Job Nimbus? Tell us, tell us what it is you guys do, what's yeah. your product, and then we can kind of kind of the tech. Yeah, go from there. Yeah, we like to know the tech. Yeah. We are geeks. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I think we all are. We have to be to one extent or another. Right. Every you have to company, whether they want to admit it or not, is a software. Company, yeah, absolutely days, agreed. right. Definitely so, going to touch it. They're definitely um, going to touch it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so Job Nimbus is—it's a pretty unique thing. Um, we are a CRM. You know, Job Nimbus creates, sells, maintains services. It's all in-house. It's a CRM that is built for and sold to um, contractors in the construction sector. So more specifically, um, about sixty percent of our customers are roofers and about 40% make up other home exterior type businesses. Hmm. So fencing, concrete, pools, windows, bricks, stucco, you know, anything you can think of that may happen to the outside of your home. Um, those are the companies where we've really found that we're sticky with. Um, and what's cool is if you think about, you know, any friends that you know that may be contractors or any time that you've worked with a contractor, they've probably not been your early adopters of technology and a lot of them <laughs> that was are a nice doing way to put it on... <laughs> <laughs> right um, to say the least you know at the very most they maybe they're using excel or quickbooks right um and a <laughs> lot of lucky. them are doing their jobs on pen and paper mm-hmm. and we've found that you know 
CRMs are a saturated market, obviously, but not in the construction sector. We're not competing with Salesforce for these customers, right? Like we're competing with companies that quite frankly, aren't keeping up with what we're doing. And that doesn't mean that they're bad companies, but we're definitely the leaders in our industry. And it's really cool to see a couple of things. One of them that's my favorite is the customer testimonials because they'll talk about how they've been able to, you know, implement efficiencies in their business that didn't exist before. They'll talk about the free time they get back in their personal lives. The last survey we sent out or the last one I was told about at least um, being a recruiter, I don't see all of that stuff. But it said that the average customer got back eight hours of their life. Wow. And I don't know about you, but if some per week. Um, so if somebody gave me eight hours back in a week, you would find me in a river, on a lake, or out in the middle of nowhere, whatever, right? But it's cool because you hear the customers talking about, well, now I was able to go to my son's baseball game. We were able to go on a vacation and I didn't be glued to my phone the whole time because I was worried about losing a job. Um, so our mission is to make contractors heroes. And it's not just to make them heroes to their employees or to help make them money, and that's part of it, but it's to make them heroes to their family as well. Um, and the other statistic that caught my attention and really stuck in my head is the average user of JobNimbus increases their company's revenue by 42% in the first 12 months that they use our product. And if you think wow. about how much a roof or an RV pad or a fence costs, that's a lot of money. Absolutely. So that's a little bit about us. That's what we do. It's the, the knuckle dragging recruiters point of view, at least of what the company does. <laughs> I love it. And, and the thing that I found most fascinating that you didn't talk about is the integrations you have with your partners. So not only can, yep. can your contractors or, or your, your um, people you're trying to have use the CRM system, they, they have the abilities to, let's say somebody's getting a new roof. They have the ability to order everything all online through through the app yep. and have it be sent in real time to to the client and give them updates. That's huge. Yep. It's it's massive. And there's automations that you can set up. Our software is so customizable that it's incredible. I mean it it truly you can have you can be the owner of the company, have ten contractors that work for you, and you can get an email notification or text notification coming soon um, that can go to you, can go to the customer when materials are ordered, when an invoice is made, when a new lead is created, if you've got salespeople out canvassing neighborhoods. And it really just helps, it keeps things from falling through the cracks. And, you know, I think about my dad who it spent his career, you know, in the construction industry and it's like, man, it, things that you could have done with this product and you know especially with it being as affordable as it is it's it's just a no-brainer for our customers yeah i mean that that sounds like it's a game changer yeah so who takes care of this it stuff who, who takes who how does the back end looks for, for uh, now that we've kind of yeah. looked at the front end can we can we talk maybe a little bit about the back end who who you know what kind of uh tech stack do you have as far as people take care care of it you know that kind of stuff what what does that look like? We're just, yeah. you know, we want to get under the hood a little. Yeah, let's do it. And so there's, I mean, we're, we've been around for nine years. So there's some tech debt and there's some legacy code and things like that, right? Um, but right now, one of our big focuses within engineering is breaking out into microservices from a monolith, right? And we're doing that um, primarily using C Sharp. 
Um, so we're converting a lot from Node to C Sharp um, on that side. Ooh. And then that would be from an architectural point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get down to more of the mid to senior level software engineers, um, the primary tech, stra- tech stack is you know out of the JavaScript library, um, React on the front end, obviously. Um, we do have a few teams, I think two right now, there could be one more, um, that are working um, still with some Angular. They haven't converted completely to React, um, but it is headed that way. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's nuts and bolts of our tech stack. But there's a little bit of everything basically. I mean, we've even got some .NET. Um, there is no view. I know that. Um, mm-hmm. I figured you were .NET but based. Primarily, yeah. yeah, primarily out of the JavaScript library for most of our developers. And that's what a lot of cool. our... A lot of our features run off. So are, are mostly your guys U.S.? Are you all over the place? Do, 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 are, are you in one location mostly, or is everybody spread out everywhere? What does that look like? Yeah, so we do have a couple of one-off um, type situations or employees that are not here local to Lehigh, Utah. Um, but we actually work in a hybrid model um, where we expect people to be in office, you know, two, three days a week. Um so yeah, we're, we're here in Utah and we're killing it. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. So yeah, I mean help me understand a little bit more. Like, what do you what do you look for in a software engineer? What's what catches your eye? I mean, I know we kind of started the conversation, you know, with that in mind, and, and you you said you had a lot of thoughts on that. But help me understand and walk me through what what would you consider like a a good software engineer or somebody who you, who you would want to hire? Yeah, well, I think that that's. And I don't mean this as an insult, by the way. I think it's kind of a loaded question, right? Because mm, it would depend on the it person is. that you're asking that question to. Um, and, and you're a tech recruiter too, so you know this as well as I do. We can go out and we can find people on LinkedIn or wherever you're sourcing, right? That no C Sharp, no React, they're full stack developers, whatever, right? They're an architect. We can go out and we can find people with the skill set. Um, what we look for more than anything after we've found that skill set are people that exhibit our values and share the same points of view that we do, you know, when it comes to work, right? Like we believe in working hard and playing hard. So work-life balance is huge for us, but being self-driven and proactive, a proactive learner, those are actually bigger things, um, for us, right? Like the work-life balance is there. I've never worked for a company where they will literally force you to take three days off a quarter just to recharge if you're not taking any wow. of your PTO. Um, and we do have unlimited PTO on top of that, just like every other tech company. Um, <laughs> right. But it's cool to see them actually put their money where their mouth is, right? And like, no, you need to take these days off. Like, I'm part of the team that audits it, so I know it happens. Um, but from there it's it's people that are driven you know and that don't want to stay stagnant like i told you before you know if i can't find someone a job it's in my job description to help them find a job if they'll let me and that applies to our employees as well we want them to come in and grow and if somebody say they've grown to a you know senior software engineer that's grown up to architect level but i don't have an architect position to give him and we're out of projects for them to architect or they want to go to principal level, if they're comfortable enough to trust us, and a lot of them are, uh, and come to us and say, hey, you know, this is what I want to do next, 
it is in my job description to help them find a job somewhere else. And it doesn't wow. cost them a dime. That's awesome. And there's I mean, other companies that we partner with that, you know, I can send people to and we're doing some really innovative things when it comes to hiring and candidate sharing. And there's some cool stuff going on here. Yeah. I mean, it does sound That's that exciting. way. I mean, I know you kind of touched upon this a little bit more, but help me understand a little bit more of the culture. I mean, I, I mean, I know all tech companies are, are, you know, trying to tout the latest and greatest, but it sounds like you guys are really on something. Crazy, fun, got a yoga, right. do you have a yoga room? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right. Do you, do you exactly. Have, do you have a meditation room with the music going and some incense? Yeah. Yeah. No, those are cool, but I never met anybody that bought a boat because there was a yoga room. So <laughs> we focus, <laughs> we actually like to focus on the human element quite honestly. I mean, sure, we've got the fun things that we do too, but we really stay focused on that human connection portion of everything. And it really comes from the top down. Um, our CEO, Ben Hodson, is an amazing human and super intelligent and just seems to be like the guy that's good at everything, right? But his vision is that everybody knows their place in the company and how they're contributing and they're recognized for that. And that happens, you know, I, I've never worked somewhere before where the CEO will walk by your desk and be like, oh, hey, Nick, how you doing? How's it going? Doesn't need anything from me. Doesn't want me to give him a report. Nothing. Just wants, Just to, wants check to say in, hi see how and you're be doing. human, yep. right? Um, and I've been lucky. I tell a lot of candidates this. I've been really lucky in my career, you know, both pre and current, you know, it, being a recruiter. And I've worked for some companies that are known locally and nationally for being great places to work. And it sounds like a sales pitch, but Job Nimbus is on a different planet when it comes to culture. Like everybody else is playing checkers and we're playing chess. Mm -hmm. And I think a good example of that is like I told you about before, where if somebody's interested in working with us, cool, come in, have a tour of the office. I'll introduce you to everybody. Come have lunch, it's on us then you can actually see and it's tangible. It's not just a sales pitch at that point in time. Um, but our culture is just, I mean, it, it really, I feel very lucky to be where I am. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, we like to hire adults and let them be adults and then treat them not like numbers, you know? And honestly, that's the way it should be. And, you know, I mean, from a tech recruiter yeah. standpoint, that's exactly what I look for when I'm when I'm trying to help my clients. I don't want just somebody just to take a position because they're getting a pay increase. I want it to be to better yeah. their career and better their, their situation all the way around, not just from a monetary value. So um, take it. I, I've, I've met uh, Jared as well. Jared's a fantastic human being. I think you guys are doing great yeah. things over there, too, in that regard. So kudos to you guys for that. I gotta ask. Thank you. I gotta ask. Yeah. Uh, for the future of IT, do you think that and and other companies? I mean, you've been around. Do you think that it this is going to be the norm? I mean, you guys have kind of stepped up to the plate to take care of people. To, I, I mean, in this world that we live in right now, where there's not enough yep. developers to go around and stuff. Do you think this is something that, no. that all companies are gonna have to kind of step up to the plate and treat people decently? <laughs> I would hope so, that would be my answer. I mean, innovation goes in several different directions, right? Um, you see Indeed replacing recruiters with AI and self-recorded videos. 
but I don't think that that's going to be successful for people. I 100% I they, agree. I think it's, you, you know, can't take that human element out and that's where not yet, no. not no. yet. You're not, not going to be able to, <laughs> I think if any of the three of us knew exactly what the future was going to look like, we'd be billionaires sitting on boats having this conversation. <laughs> right. And True. I wouldn't be talking to you from Eagle Mountain. Exactly. He <laughs> um, makes a good point. But, just you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's a really interesting question because there's some innovative things that we're doing um, when it comes to attracting talent and retaining talent. You know, even over the last 12 months, you know, the great resignation, quote unquote, we maintained 92.3 or 5 at 92 point something percent of our employees. Wow. Where the national average, I believe, was 79 or 82. I know it was I think it's 79, if I remember correctly. Um, so that's incredible, right? Like even during the great resignation where I work and I have software engineers in the building, we could go outside and throw a rock and hit a company that would offer them $15,000 more a year on their base pay, right? Like we're right in the heart of the Silicon Slopes. It's undeniable, but that human element, I mean, I want to believe that that won't go away in the future and that it's going to continue to be important, but we also have a newer generation that's going to enter the workforce that is tech-centric, right? Like they're using their phones and their tablets for their schooling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who knows how that changes things. But I think that if you get rid of that human element, but we all need it to a certain degree or we're, we're just not human anymore. Then we're just zombies. Agreed. Yeah. And if you want to, you want to make a difference, I mean, get in front of somebody and talk to them, you know, don't just type something into a screen or a keyboard. Right. So, What's your what's your thought about Job Nimbus, the future of Job Nimbus and tech and, and, and that? Where do you see that going? Are you guys going? I think it's bright, honestly. Um, we have just barely hit the tip of the iceberg for our market segment. And that's not an exaggeration. I mean, it, it literally, there are millions of people still that we can reach out to within our market. Um, so the future of Job Nimbus, I think, is bright, especially as we expand, you know, for the first, I don't know how long because I've only been there for four months. So take it for what it's worth. But I know that for most of Job Nimbus's existence, the bread and butter was roofers. And it was, you know, they referred to as Chuck in a truck, right? Like yeah. a small company <laughs> with one to three people and they need some efficiencies. So the future of Job Nimbus is really where we're shifting right now is towards more of an enterprise level. And granted, enterprise level means something different in the construction sector numbers wise than it does right. in the corporate world, right? Um, yeah. So we're talking about companies that have 20 to 100 employees, we'll say. Um, whereas in the corporate world, that would be a thousand plus, right? Mm -hmm. um, but what we're doing and where we're finding that Job Nimbus is most sticky is when we can sign a logo is what we call it when we um, acquire a customer um, when we can sign a logo that has three to five users or more those are the ones where you see on the graph that they uptick and use our product more level out a little bit learn a little bit more and then skyrocket again or 
come back down, but it's always an upward trend in usage and how sticky the product is for that customer. Um, so that's what we're targeting. That's what we're doing. We're on track for all of our goals and doing really well. Um, so I don't see that. I, I think the future is bright here. I mean, we're going into a recession, but the company's been through a recession. And the fact of the matter is everyone still needs a roof over their heads. Absolutely. So even if things get really bad, we all still have insurance and we'll all still want our roofs fixed. Right. So I think that we're in a really unique position where, you know, some companies may experience, you know, some expansion and some shrinkage, right? Like there's going to be layoffs. We know it's going to happen, but I think that job Nimbus is in a really healthy spot um, as far as employee size, products we offer, people we target, you know, our niche market, right? Um, I think we're in a good place. And would you then, say you're in a growth uh, phase? Would you oh, say absolutely. you're in a growth absolutely. phase right now? Absolutely. So a, a year and a half ago, uh, and again, I wasn't there, so these are loose numbers that I know are very close, but not spot on. Um, I know we only had about 60 or 70 employees. Um, right now, we're right at 200. Wow. And so we're definitely in a growth mode, and we're going to continue to be in a growth mode. And obviously, the rate at which we grow is going to depend upon our sales department and our expansion teams and our teams that focus on upselling and offering different products and integrations. I mean, that was something you alluded to before, Bobby, was there's a lot of people that are companies that do integrate with our app. Um, so a lot of that success is going to depend on them and our executive team to determine, you know, who else can we integrate it with and what else can we offer and things like that. But I, I really do think we're in a good spot and, you know, as, as transparent as our executive team is, I believe them. Sweet. Oh man. If I, if I was, let's, let's, let's do this. I, I'm curious if I'm, you know, the listener out there, I'm a listener out there and I'm looking, how would I go about, getting to know job nimbus uh, i'm a developer whatever yeah what would what would you suggest i do or whoever the listener is to maybe what, what would your pointers be and then Let's i'm going to piggyback on that and okay. say help unpack well help us understand what the what the hiring process looks like and and how soon yeah. they should be you know expecting a call if they're if, if you're interested in yeah them. this is the nitty-gritty here baby <laughs> That's the part I'm good at. This is the right? easy part. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, how do they get in touch with us? You know, if they don't already have my contact information, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Apply on our careers page. I mean, if you send me a message on LinkedIn, you're getting a response as soon as I'm off the phone or as soon as I see it. Um, and I think you have to be that urgent in the tech world. Uh, I can't tell you how many times my boss has told me, Nick, stop it because he sees emails come through after hours or we were doing a, um, a team building event where we just put, uh, I forget what movie, but we put a Pixar movie up on the screen in our all hands room and brought our families in. And he's like, Nick, are you on LinkedIn recruiter right now on your phone? I'm like, well, <laughs> yes, I am actually. And that's because the software developer just got back to me. And if I don't get back to him right now, five other people will have by the time that I do. Agreed. Right? Yep. So, <laughs> You have to be urgent. You um, really do. So, yeah, I, I mean, if if you want to find us, jobnimbus.com. And you can click on careers. You can look up Nick Cook on LinkedIn and hit me up. 
I'll be more than happy to talk to anybody and, and get the ball rolling and do it as quickly as their schedule will allow. Yeah. So you, you also mentioned that you guys are, you know, mostly looking for that, uh, that on-site presence. Um, do you mm-hmm. guys do like um, relocation packages or anything like that? If you find somebody that's, that could be a good fit, but wants to come, you know, live, uh, I guess, relocate to Utah. Yeah. The answer is I haven't had to do that yet as a recruiter at Job Nimbus. I've been able to find the talent locally. Um, There's a few techs here in Utah. I believe our compensation is fair. What's that? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a few techs here in Utah. Just a few. A few techie folks. <laughs> Just a couple, right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, if I, if I can get somebody in the door and they know it's not just another sales pitch from a recruiter that it's a great place to be, then we have a really good shot at getting that person. So, you know, yes, we will offer relocation packages is the short answer to your question. Okay. Um, the long answer is we haven't had to, and I don't know if we will. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just something out there. I mean, if I, you know, from, yeah. from a software you know, development uh, perspective, if I'm interested in relocating, then yeah, I mean, yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Let's still chat. Exactly. Cool. Awesome. Wow. Oh, this is good. This has been good. What do you think, Brad? Yeah. So I'm going to ask one one last question. Yeah. I don't know if Bobby has any more, but uh, I only I'm have curious. about forty. So right. I see forty five ish. Forty never. Where do you all day? I know you're a recruiter, but I got to ask this question because this is the premise of our show. Where do you think the future yeah. of technology is going? Where do you think Where do you think we're going to be in five, ten, twenty five years? Not just Job Nimbus, but all over the place. Correct. You know, technology just in general. Yeah, your two cents. We like to get. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're just a get a good fit. Maybe you can right? you hook us know. up. <laughs> I, I, when I think about that, um, two things immediately come to mind. Um, they both already exist, and maybe even a third thing, actually. So I think you're going to see an exponential increase in things that can be automated. Processes, procedures, what have you, right? Automations already exist, and they're already everywhere. We know that. But they're not as efficient as they could be and technology will catch up to that and it will Mm -hmm. adapt to it. Uh, The other thing is artificial intelligence. That's another thing that is already in existence, but arguably very much in its infancy, right? Especially when it comes to AI outside of the medical field. There's a lot of AI that goes on inside the medical field with imagery and robotics and surgeries and things like that. But when it comes to AI and the way it relates to the real world, I think that we're going to be blown away by what we see over the next five to 15 years, right? Um, And then the third thing may even go along with the second thing a little bit, kind of piggyback off of it. And I think to some degree, it's going to be VR. I don't know what that's going to look like. I have no idea how that would be implemented. There's people a lot smarter than me that are going to figure it out and make a fortune. But I would find it hard to believe that we don't see a larger VR presence in our future, even in the business worlds hmm. in the future. I think you had me on the first two. I, I yeah. don't know, maybe call yeah. me call me crazy, but I'm not I'm not hundred percent sold on, on the VR That's world. Maybe yet. a kind of a first. <laughs> we've we've had a lot of people talk about those first two for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yep. And and that yeah, I think we're all in agreement that we're gonna definitely see a lot of more AI, a lot of more anima- uh, automation and, and that's just a given. Yeah. I mean that yeah. that's the world we live in and, and 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 it is fun to see what other people think out of those and and VR. That's a that's an I, I'm 
Yeah. You know, as as headsets become smaller and not so crazy and I mean the thought of having yeah. a whole bunch of monitors on my desk that aren't actually there is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I could see Well, and even I mean look at an idea that failed that might be resurrected or even has been by Ray-Ban and that would be Google Glass right? I was just about to go there when is the time going to come that you can code on your sunglasses yeah it's on your eyeglasses uh, right like that's gotta be a thing that's coming it's definitely gonna be different than the VR we have now but I I think you might be you might have something there man I don't know it's uh, it's the beauty of the new IT and and, and us you know (laughs) pontificating about this stuff who knows Absolutely. what's actually going to happen but we can say down the road you know 10 years hey we were talking about that with the new we IT podcast <laughs> back then that's right we knew what was happening we remember was Nick from job number yeah you, dude he called it he nailed it, <laughs> he called it. He nailed it. <laughs> well Nick thank you so much man for, for being on the show we got any anything else uh, to go over you got any last words how do people like get a hold of you I think we've already talked about it but you, you get Give the last word Nick yeah yeah, just, I mean, feel free. If anyone listening, reach out to me on LinkedIn. If I don't have a job for you, I can find a job for you. There's other companies that I partner with for that. There's a lot of options, but obviously, selfishly, we want you a job nimbus. So hit me up on LinkedIn, go to our careers page, email me, nick.cook at jobnimbus.com. I'll answer any email, I'll answer any phone call, any in mail. I'll always get back to somebody whether I can find them a job or not. And even if it's just somebody I've offered this service to anybody that has reached out for it, if you just want some advice as you're going through an interview process, I may never meet you in person, but I fill my bucket up by helping other people. So if I can give you some tips and some tricks as you're going through an interview process somewhere else, you want to know how to negotiate. You want to know what market value is. Feel free to reach out. And that's I'm what I love. Yeah. That kind of resource. And I love that you say that. Cause I think here in Utah, we definitely have that, that helping culture and it's the same thing. Like yeah. I, I want to, I don't care if I place a candidate, I want to make sure that they're, they're successful no matter whether or not they accept my offer or not. So I a hundred percent agree with you on that yeah. one and kudos to you. Awesome. Well, th- Nick, thank you so much. This has been another episode of the new IT.